Hi everybody and welcome back to another Perpetual Outsider podcast. Uh, today I'm looking at uh, 40 Towers, the hotel inspectors. So without any further ado, let's gear up the shiny disc and press play in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 and off we go. Here we go. First broadcast in October 1975. This is the fourth episode of uh, series, uh, series One, if I could put in the false teeth. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know what Faulty Towers is, it was uh, it was a comedy in uh, that only ran for two series. Um, one in 1975, this one, and the other one in 1979. Basically revolves around... Uh, um, a rather run-down hotel, run down, uh, which is uh, run by a very highly strung boss, played by John Cleese, plays Basil Fawlty, and his uh, and his wife Sybil, played there by Prunella Scales, and the staff includes Polly, played by Connie Booth, and the hapless Manuel, played by Andrew Sachs. And uh, this one today I've chosen because uh, it features, of course, the late, great Bernard Cribbins, sadly uh, passed away last week. And right on cue, there he is. He plays uh, Mr. Hutchinson, which is um, kind of playing against type because he um, he normally plays these quite you know, sort of lovable old uncle or grandfather figures. But in this one, he's quite... Um, He's he's uh, he's playing against type. He's playing a rather curmudgeonly uh, old goat. You know, not the sort of bloke that you could really you know sort of settle down and have a pint with. And of course, Basil thinks he's a hotel inspector. And of course, hotel inspectors these days, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're all the rage, you know, they're, uh, they've either got, a, you know, a program called the Hotel Inspector with old patronising Polizzi who uh, insists on calling everyone dwarling. And basically, you know, it's it's either, you know, her way or the highway. If, if the other hotel people actually don't like uh, the changes that she makes. But I mean, yeah, not just that, you've got four in a bed of course you know which is you know the ultimate in upper middle class picky and petty uh fault finding really it's it's um it's just ridiculous you know oh there's a hair on the pillow right never coming back here again oh toilet paper isn't folded into a triangle right definitely never coming here again bacon is a little bit burnt i mean it's just all these petty oh it's just everything that's wrong with today's society, but never mind. Yeah, Bernard Cribbins, what a what a genius. What a brilliant career. Everybody has heard of, of Bernard Cribbins. You know, even even my daughters, you know, they they know who Bernard Cribbins is because of uh, because of Uncle Jack, you know, he's uh, his Renaissance on CBeebies. You know, but then of course, you know, there's old goats my age. You remember the Wombles and Star Turn and everything, and just uh, just a genuine TV and film icon, really. You know, of course, he was in you know stuff like the Railway Children, or Doctor Who movies. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh God. 
but yeah, just a just a genius, just a you know TV genius, and uh, and of course absolutely brilliant in this uh, as ever, you know. Completely unlike Wolf and Doctor Who, though. Peel. <laughs> it's uh, um, another guest actor, James Cossons, in the background. You know, he was a uh, regular face on TV in the seventies. I think you know he do you know his fair share. Um, comedy sitcoms and dramas and uh... <laughs> oh here he comes his old Manuel yeah. <laughs> I think hapless really applies to poor old Manuel yeah this is this is supposed to be set in Torquay I mean it doesn't actually really exist you know, it's, it's a fictional of course it's fictional. Yes, he yeah, Basil thinks he's a hotel inspector because of his, you know, pomp of the uh, Mr. Hutchinson's rather pompous manner, you know, sort of uh, when will luncheon commence? <laughs> Basil just really cynical. I mean, I would I would be rubbish at being a, a hotel. I'd, I'd be just like Basil because I'm just no good with um People, you know, people really, and are just absolute rubbish at actually talking to people, really. <laughs> so, I'm not really sure about the relationship between Basil and Sybil. I mean, I, I would like to say it's a love-hate relationship, but but at times it just sort of seems like it's more hate-hate relationship because he just, uh, she clearly can't be bothered with him, and and he's just taking the Mickey out of her. <laughs> Some of the yobbos we get in here. Yeah, I, I used to watch Forty Towers. I mean, it's it's been repeated quite a few times, um, but it, it's kind of one of those comedies that um, I don't know. I, I sort of took for granted, really. Um, you know, I, 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 I was kind of a, you know aware that it was there, but I never really kind of sat down and paid attention to it. And then um, a couple of years ago, we uh, we got the DVD box set and uh, just found found it was a you know you know great fun you know very enjoyable. Oh, there's uh, there's a quick reference to um, one of the I think it's the Vision Mixer. I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure, um, but there was a Vision Mixer called Bill Morton. They uh, they quickly slipped in an in joke there. I hate, I hate it, actually. If I ever go into a restaurant, you know, I hate it when I go in there and people are on the phone or they're, you know, they're too busy rabbiting on, you know, and, uh, but they don't give you any attention. <laughs> the BBC Two channel. Oh, my God. I mean, these days, you know, you get a TV in every room, you know, and... Uh, you know, you got the latest in flat screen TV, sometimes even a complimentary DVD player or Blu-ray player. So, you know, the fact that, you know, Cribbins is wanting to reserve, you know, the BBC Two channel in the uh, in the lobby, wherever, or the, you know, the, the sitting room. Not the lobby, what the hell am I talking about? Um, 
yeah, it, it just it just shows you know that this is uh, it shows its age. Hire a TV set in the in the privacy of his own room. Oh my god! I mean, you just uh, it's amazing how much you know you take for granted when you go away and stay in a hotel or a B and B these days. You know, you get you get so much. Whereas having a TV in your own room in 1975 was unheard of. <laughs> it's just it just gives the impression of a real kind of run down. I'm I'm amazed they get any visiting at all at Forty Towers. John Cleese, of course, you know, coming off the, the back of uh, Monty Python. He'd left a few years before. He he didn't stick around for the the fourth and final series, but this is this is probably um, I think it's probably his most successful show. I think you know um, it's because he used to play these kind of highly strung characters in Monty Python sketches, and it's you know it's a great opportunity for him to do this now. You know, it's uh, you know the ultimate in kind of you know sort of um, highly strung comedy. <laughs> I can tell by the full story. Oh, this, this is exactly the sort of awkward guess that you get on. Well, I mean, I, I suppose not just four in a bed, or, you know, sort of a hotel inspector or whatever, but, you know, just everywhere. I, I don't know what's happened to standards, really. You know, people just pick the the minutest things when they go into a when they go into a restaurant these days. You know, you either get people complaining about you know the napkins not folded properly, or uh, you know the food's not cooked, you know, correctly. I really, I really hate it. You know, if I have to send food back, and I I try very hard not to. Um, but you know, the, the times I've been out. You know, and I've seen people just send back food for the most trivial reason. And you just think, well, why bother? You know, I mean, God, you know, what a waste of food, you know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's part of the course these days. <laughs> oh, here's old Manuel. What's he got there? <laughs> He's he's brilliant, Andrew Sachs. Actually, he, he just you know I, I I really like the comedy that he does as Manuel. You know, sort of the you know the accent and the and and also the you know the physical mannerisms that he does. You know, the sort of nervy you know over eager to please Spanish waiter. You know, so uh, it, it's 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 just wonderful comic creation. <laughs> Yeah, there's a few of the regulars in the back row. There's, I think it's Ballard Berkeley, and the I'm not sure what their names are, but the two there's two old ladies that always always there. I'm not sure if that's them or not. But uh, they they were in it briefly, you know. They I think they obviously lived there. I think. 
<laughs> Manuel showing the James Cossons table to, uh, um, character to the you know to every table that he can think of really. Which which is Bernard Cribbins's table, I think, and of course he's going to get in a in a huff, no doubt. <laughs> He's just twigged. The pennies just dropped. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a funny thing because 40 Towers, they only made the two series. So there's only uh, 12 episodes. Um, you know, of course, there is the risk that, you know, a comedy can outstay its welcome. But I suppose in this case, you know, it's a classic case of um, always leave them wanting more, you know. <laughs> the Alex Coulton 65 girl. Oh, and of course, the Bernard Cravings character is Mr. Hutchinson is coming back. <laughs> He's even wiping his ear after you know, after being on the phone. Oh, very greasy. <laughs> Covered in real cream. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great to see, you know, all the all the tributes to Bernard Cribbins last week. You know, I, I think he was, you know, such a highly regarded face on TV. Just, you know, one of those, you know, familiar faces. And of course, you know, like, you know. All these people that appear on TV, you think you think they'll you know they'll be around forever, and of course, sadly, life isn't like that. But yeah, just a, just a great actor, and my, and my kids really enjoyed him as well in the, uh, the Uncle Jack program, uh, CBeebies. Bit too young to see uh, Wilf in Doctor Who. I, I don't think they're ready for those uh, those DVDs just yet. Yeah, Will probably probably the best thing to come out of the uh, well, one of the best things to come out of the uh, the Russell T Davis uh, years. Just thought instantly provided that you know that charm and that warmth and also the pathos. I think you know especially in you know stories like the end of Journey's End. You know when he gives that speech about looking up at the stars and he'll think of him and uh, the Doctor and Donna. You know, and uh, and of course, in the end of time, when uh, uh, when he uh, well, I, I I don't want to cause any spoilers to people that haven't seen it, but uh, yeah, he's uh, it's he can provide some warm up in the throat moments for that. <laughs> yeah, what is all that about? You know. Oh, the wine is corked, you know. Oh, I'll, I'll send that back, blah, blah, blah. Again, it's a, it's a classic kind of upper middle class thing, isn't it? You know, oh, yes, I want the wine corked. I don't want the wine corked, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, again, they send it back. And that's, again, that's probably how I react if I was... <laughs> if I had to serve a person that, you know, was so demanding, I'd, I just, I couldn't do it. I'm in awe, actually, if anybody in the hotel trade. 
it's it's quite an unusual structure. I mean, these days, of course, you know, you, you wouldn't get such lengthy scenes. You know, I, I suppose this kind of scene would be considered a little bit too long. Um, you know, by by Monday standards, who want you know more kind of a faster pace. And it's it is the sort of thing that you could probably uh, put on the stage. It's you know, I mean, in those days, not just Forty Towers, but a lot of other comedies, they would probably work quite well as a stage play, and they kind of filmed it, you know, in you know pretty much real time. So in effect, it, you know, it it was a stage play really. It just happens to get you know put on TV. <laughs> Sybil, of course, you know she rules the roost. I think you know she she wears the trousers in that relationship. <laughs> Great comedy. I mean, you don't you don't really hear so much from John Cleese these days. So it's uh, you know did the occasional film, but um, he, he just kind of. I think the seventies were, really, you know, the seventies were really his, his main, uh, the main decade for his success. I think. <laughs> yeah, unusually, Cribbin's playing the straight man here because normally he tends to play more kind of jokey characters, but he's, uh, but in a way, the humour comes off the bat. But you know, he's kind of so straight laced and so pompous and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, always blame the chef, always blame the chef. <laughs> She wants to come and run the hotel. I mean, you know that sounds um, that sounds about right. Yeah, words like that erroneous dish. You know. <laughs> oh God, what's Manuel going to do now? I haven't seen this episode in you know in quite a while. Actually, I think I probably. Um, saw it about three years ago when I first bought the box set, but I haven't really, haven't really dipped into it that much recently. <laughs> yeah, poor old man. Well, he always gets, he he always bears the brunt of, uh, of Basil's ire. You know, he's he's always, you know, getting hit or kicked or insulted or you know whatever. So you know, good good for Andrew Sachs for actually you know sort of being. Uh, game enough to uh, to actually put up with all that really <laughs> he's just uncaught the wine and of course he realizes that there's already uh, a bottle opened. 
Oh, because... <laughs> I like the subtitle for that. Man will screech him when he's just um, when he whacked up a jack seat. <laughs> chaos would you really stay in a hotel like that yeah see these days you know you know this sort of performance would get um it get put on you know a trip advisor or any any of the other hotel ratings and um you know be given one star and uh you know a stern warning never to go there again never visit it <laughs> It's, it's great, you know, greatly observed comedy, you know, sort of this, uh, you know, the, you know, the pedantic nature of, you know, certain, you know, certain guests in hotels and, you know, not just in that, but, you know, any customer. I mean, that old maxim, the customer is always right. I mean, you know, when I was working in, uh, in retail many, many moons ago, it would always be that the customer is always right. You know, even if you had the most awkward customer and sometimes, you know, you just have to grit your teeth and get on with it, which is very, very difficult. You know, even today, you know, if, if I'm writing for something and, uh, you know, um, somebody comes back and tells you it's rubbish, um, it's um, unfortunately, you know, they're kind of right. So you have to kind of take it on the chin. But yeah, I think, you know, the, the complaints level has even, you know, even gone up, which is, yeah, it's not good. Can't we all just get along? Can't we all just realise that everybody is human? <laughs> I would hate to be Paul Manuel. I really would. <laughs> I think the pennies just dropped for Basil. It's, it is classic farce, isn't it? If <laughs> it's here on the pun. 
<laughs> well, Bernard Cribbins, he, he actually uh, said in an interview that he enjoyed it. Um, he enjoyed the experience, but he was a bit a bit daunted at working with John Cleese, who is um, considerably taller than him. <laughs> it's up face down with uh, a cheese salad. <laughs> Bit of cheese stuck in this. <laughs> God. Oh dear, not the regular. <laughs> Cribbing's not happy with cheese getting stuck in his windpipe. <laughs> oh my god. Cribbing's really going for it. That's quite atypical, you know, punching him left, right, and center there. <laughs> I suppose if you were treated like that, you wouldn't expect to receive the bill, but... <laughs> I think they still do repeat 40,000 times a time. I think it's it's one of those sitcoms that, you know, does get the occasional uh, repeat. But, of course, everything these days is on, you know, it's streaming. You know, you get, you get to see it, you know, every... You know, it's called what they call it binge watching. You know, which is uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm really, I I don't really think Britbox or whatever really kind of I I don't really think it works. You know, all, the, all this kind of streaming and you know, it's it's kind of you know, it's it's really destroyed. You know, the way we watch TV, unfortunately. Oh, dear, he thinks he's the the hotel inspector as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor old Basil was at the at the end of his tether. He's only <laughs> he's only here for an exhibition. The the James Cossons character. <laughs> Mm. 
And of course, like all good sitcoms, you know, it's all classic and misunderstandings. Oh dear, here we go. <laughs> oh no. Oh dear, this ain't going to be good. <laughs> Just whacked a cream pie in the face and put a cream in a poor milk is briefcase <laughs> in front of a hotel, the real hotel inspectors, of course. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was that was a good one. Anyway, thank you for joining me uh, for this Forty Towers commentary. Um, hope to be uh, back in the uh, with uh, with more commentaries in the near future. You know, of course, we'll be looking at more classic TV. But until uh, until then, thank you for listening again, and goodbye for now. Bye bye. <laughs>